Hello and welcome to another episode of Loose Cannon. Uh, we are back once again, uh, and this week we will be continuing to uh, just, you know, read uh, from the Tales of the Forgotten, uh, Volume 3. Uh... <laughs> Sorry, my brain isn't exactly working uh, just yet. Good morning. Well, yeah, let me take one of these. Um, so how, how, have, uh, how have things been? Good, good. Been trucking along. New year, mm. new new year. You know, we're approaching the year of the dragon. <clears throat> really, which is kind of it's kind of funny when you think about it when, in relation to destiny. That is that is good timing. Um, so that is on February tenth. Um, yeah, and. We've all destiny has always done something for the for the lunar new year, right? Like uh they had when there was a rabbit, there was a free emblem. Yep. And I so, I, I I think I remember a bull one. There was there was like a bubble. And it was uh there was the last year we had um you know, they're called various things, but it's all like jade rabbit themed and rabbits and because it was Year of the Rabbit. Last year was Year of the Rabbit. Correct. And the year before that was Bull? Bull, yeah. Yeah, so we had... Oh, no, the year before that was Tiger. Oh, why yeah, do I remember? Tiger. Why do I remember was the Bull tiger. one? Okay. Okay, uh, so then they've been doing this for years, because 2021 was the Bull. Yeah, there's Bull, Tiger, and now Rabbit. Rabbit, and, and then, then Next Dragon. Yeah. Um, yeah, Nexus Drag. <clears throat> Ten years of of Destiny, and it's the year of the dragon. It should make it should make a lot of sense. Yeah, I mean, they, uh, every everything lined up lined up nice for them, I guess. Yeah, it really. I would really. I mean, I know it's rocky and stuff, but it would be really nice if we saw. Uh, some big thing for Destiny this year, or for Bungie this year. I mean, yeah. Bungie, so, you know. so, um, I I heard that they just hired a bunch of people. Um, yeah, I don't know what that was exactly. Yeah. So, I saw. Okay, so when they had the the layoffs, there was also some acquiring at the exact same time so 1600 and don't you know i could be completely wrong so don't quote me but it, it was like 1600 uh employees and then it was i guess 300 were let go and then 100 100 were were brought in so it's like at 400 1400 yeah, because that's that's the tweet I saw. Bungie expands to 1,400 plus employees. Um, yeah, and that guy and that tweet was from an account that's not you know like a super legit source. One of the Bungie ex employees was like, "Dude, just whatever." But yeah. yeah, so it could be just BS. Yeah, and and not that I want to get into leaks or anything, but uh, I don't know if you'd seen there was an art station leak where one of the artists posted uh, a, a soon to be coming exotic uh i believe it was a pulse rifle um yeah i did see that and so the 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 really interesting thing about that was 
how it said that it was created by a um like a subsidiary studio in Malaysia. So it's like, are we now outsourcing again? Like we used to back under the Activision days. See, I don't know because, you know, we still have like parallels with the Korean version of destiny. And what what do you mean? Parallels? Well, there's, you know, there's a whole different vendor. Well, yeah, but that's Destin. that's the gotcha vendor, right? Like the uh, the pay. Yeah, 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 and yeah, exactly. So they have a whole different track over there with some some different ornaments. Like I I, w- I would be interested to know what's in that um, storefront. Oh, okay, I, I get what you're saying. To my knowledge, uh, from what I've seen of it, there's nothing unique in it except for the vendor, and yeah. the things in it really just not worth it because it's just like do you want to buy this exotic weapon and it's like not really (laughs) (laughs) i'll just go get it exotics aren't hard to come by and it's on a knockout system so like boom 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 you know like well you know i mean we could speculate but maybe it's you know maybe maybe there's um Maybe there's some more partnerships or some some other versions of of Destiny out there. Hmm. I mean, I doubt that. That'd be that'd be that'd be crazy though. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. What I want to what I what I really want to know is um, if we'll be getting a um, will it will something be free? Whatever comes to like kind of fill the space, will it be like because. What happened last time the delay was uh, before Witch Queen, I think? Right? There's a a delay before Witch Queen, and they gave us um, the whole uh, paraversal stuff, and that was free, right? But there was a dungeon pass, so to get access to the dungeon, the... the, uh, the loot cave dungeon. I forgot what it was called. Not prophecy. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Grasp of Avarice. To yeah. get to get access yeah. to Grasp of Avarice, you had to pay. So I wonder what that was the Bungie would... anniversary. Um, oh yeah, that was the anniversary. I guess that wasn't uh, yeah. a filler, or did it just like no. perfectly fall alongside some I... filler? Exactly. That's the hilarious thing. Like even though we have these droughts and these delays. It's really funny how a lot of things just line up hmm. anyway. <laughs> like, yeah. here we are, you know, <laughs> we're in, like we were just mentioning, we're in the year of the dragon. Like, you know, it's, it's funny because the, the new season's not dropping yet, yeah. but it's soon to be dropped. Yeah, because now Final Shape is June 4th, which pushed it back right. about a little, a little less than two months. February, March, April, May, June. A little less than four months. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> which is a big deal. I'm all for uh I'm all for delays to make a better game. Absolutely. You should if the if the game is not ready, you absolutely should delay it. And that does not mean that you then also need to give us something in between. I I'm not yeah. a believer of that. I am asking, do you think there'll be anything but I don't think anything is owed. I think it, it'd be per- it no. should be perfectly fine to be like we're delaying it. So we can continue I was to play the game. About this, 
I was thinking about this the other day, and historically, as far as Bungie goes, what have they done in the past? And, you know, all the way from, you know, Marathon to today, and I was thinking about how video games and downloadable content and map packs and and uh, seasonal content or whatever you want to call it back then and 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 how those were doled up and and what was the mm. spacing of time and it, it seems to be on track with what we still uh experience today you know just call it whatever name you want to call it because you know halo one to halo two to halo three to halo four Mm -hmm. or I, I don't want to say four because that's a whole different studio but um to uh you know to halo reach i guess is what we should say and then of course odst was in between so all of those games were uh, approximately three years apart some a little bit shorter some a little bit longer and each one had downloadable content that was thrown in the game like each year uh, that mm -hmm. was doled out through the year and stuff like that. So it doesn't seem like it's too far from where we were back then because I'm thinking like major expansion releases and Destiny to Destiny 2 and what we've experienced. Like it's just different, mm -hmm. you know? So it's kind of like they've spaced it out. However, I will say this <laughs> Destiny has a game. We have got more content in this game than any other game I've ever scene out there like i don't know any other game that even compares with the amount of stuff yeah you know world building uh planets you know places to go story missions yeah i know crucibles like in a dry spot but even that still would get maps and stuff weapons all that junk it, it's a lot Um, yeah. Used to you just got a game and you didn't get anything for a long time. <laughs> yeah, there's 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 definitely a lot. The the question becomes like the matter of of the quality of it obviously and a lot sure. of it I don't know. I, wish, I can't I wish. can't say what I want because I don't know what I want. Yeah, exactly. Like I you know like it's funny we say this but like I can still go back and play Halo Reach mm -hmm. in exactly the way it was when it was built, you know, aside from like maybe little minor things. And, and it, uh, I'm proud. I think it might be uh, fair to call me a little bit of a hypocrite uh, for saying this, but did you see that fucking thing from Ubisoft where they, what they said uh, that people need to get used to the idea of not owning your games yeah, I did. I was like, it's always been a, it's always Holy been a shit. point of contention for me. Yeah, yeah. You know, and it's, it's funny like because when I don't, it's true. When Destiny, when Destiny first arrived, and it was an online game, and mm -hmm. that I, I was pretty upset. I mean, I was one of the, um, I was one of the people that was you know kind of flaming the idea of online experience mm -hmm. games, whatever. And my sole <laughs> reasoning for it was because. <laughs> Just like you stated, you know, like Ubisoft's stance is you don't really own the game and um, yeah. content disappears forever. Yeah. You know, it's, I, I can't crazy pop in, I can't pop in the original Destiny 1 disc that I have upstairs still in my collector's edition and play Destiny 1 
the way it was released in September of 2014. Mm -hmm. It's completely different. Like I have to download yeah. whatever brings it up to the current state and none of the original weapons and vendors are, I mean, none of the original weapons are there. None of the vendors have mm -hmm. the original stuff. You know, even the missions have changed. The, the areas have changed. So it's gone forever. You know? So, yeah. So, sorry. Yeah. I'm just, sorry. I'm just, you know, I'm just kind of like, it was funny because that, that was how I felt back then. And, yeah. and, and it's true today. And so I cannot go back and play destiny one the way yeah. it was. And I, and I know, it, I know the it, other it, side of the coin. It's, it's frustrating because it's like destiny. It, it is still a game that I love uh, that I love, but it, you, you do feel that difference. Um, yeah. That like, how it has grown where it's like, obviously it's not all positive. Um, and there's still parts of it that I, that I greatly enjoy, but I don't know. This is, it's, this is something that, that I can't, uh, uh, elaborate on that is, is missing for me. Yeah. And I mean, I, it's... I, I, I still play it every week. Um, yeah. You know, I play Crucible or I'll just dip in for missions or when Iron Banner comes around, I'll play it. And it, it's, you know, for me, it's a casual experience. Mm -hmm. I can imagine for, for people that are hardcore, you know, just, just how, how angry I get at certain situations, you yeah. know, especially like, I don't know, I mean, teach his own, right? But for me, I couldn't imagine playing 10 times as much as I do now. Mm-hmm. Because just the stuff that I get frustrated with would be <laughs> so much more. Yeah. Like um, um, the, 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 the big thing that, that continues to keep me in destiny and, and I need to stop letting my like lackluster feelings on the gameplay affect it is, is yeah. what we're here for. It's, it's for the story. lore. It's for the story. Yeah. It's, it, it's all that, that good stuff. And, it, you know, I used to be, uh day one ishtar scrolling oh my god i remember uh when taken king came out i, w I went to a midnight yeah. release and i was i was scrolling on my phone reading the new lore it was out wherever it was on it was on at midnight and i was reading the books of sorrow and how yeah. how uh crota cut into another dimension and the vex came forth and I like yeah. read that completely out of context, not knowing it was in Oryx's throne world. And I was like, in line, I just, I'm like, oh my God. And this random stranger is like, what? And I was like, Crota is responsible for the Vex being in our universe. And he's like, everyone knows that. And I'm like, fuck <laughs> you. <laughs> everyone knows that. Yeah, that's funny. That's funny. But yeah, and so... And so now I have less of that ambition because I, I, I feel the burnout, but I, I need to make the effort to, because I do yeah. enjoy it. It's one of those things that I do yeah. whenever we talk about it, it's like, oh, this is great. Whenever we read it, I'm like, so like hyped on it. I'm like, this story is great. Yeah. I love these characters. Yeah. I love this universe. Um, yeah. It's an awesome. Universe. So that's what we and need I to focus on. I don't see it disappearing. It's not going anywhere. It's just, mm. it's a dry moment right now. Yeah. Um, I will say this, you know, maybe, and, you know, for as hard as it would be, maybe uh, Destiny, maybe some of these feelings wouldn't exist had we just been doing this game 
how they used to do it back in the old days where you got a game and then a year later you got an expansion or some more content. And then, mm -hmm. you know, after three years of the first game coming out, then you had another version of the game. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it... maybe, maybe if it was doled out like Halo was, maybe the fondness and nostalgia would have stayed around uh, it... longer. Like, uh, I think the biggest issue with it is you, they were trying to make us the legend and mm. they did, they made us the legend, but because of that, we don't want to play as anyone else. We want to play as ourselves. Yeah. And, yeah. and so you can't make a sequel without losing everything and you can't lose everything without having big stakes and you can't have big stakes every two years where up oh, here's another reason why everything's lost and everything's destroyed you know or whatever the case yeah yeah where like yeah. you know you look at borderlands and it's like you have the the suite of characters from borderlands one and then in yeah. borderlands two they're still there you're just not playing as them you're a new not even new generation you're just a new new you're group. different yeah yeah and yeah. then borderlands three same deal one and two are still kicking i mean if they're alive but you right. know and 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 so on and I yeah. think I think if 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 Destiny like rewrite history, if Destiny could have gone back and tried to make a more uh, character focused and less self insert focused, it might have been yeah. a more successful. Well, that's uh, that's system. that's why Master Chief is so successful as a character. Is you know he's the Master Chief, and because he's, he's got nothing. The Master Chief. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's just he's just this blank canvas for you to yeah. step inside and pilot, you know. <laughs> but but like it, it, uh, Halo, at least to my knowledge, maybe the current ones are. Uh, Halo is not a looter uh, of any sort. Like like in, even in Monster right. Hunter, when you start a new Monster Hunter game and you're not the hunter that you were, it's like who cares? I'm this yeah, new fucking exactly. guy, and you have no attachment. I mean, you yeah. do have attachment. You have attachment to your hunter that you were, but now you have attachment to the hunter that you are. But yeah. Destiny, they the goalposts uh, or the two the two points that they could have picked, they tried to put it right in the middle, and it kind of kind of screwed them a bit <laughs> because we're so invested in ourselves. Speaking of, well, we do did get you to hear... change. We do change our characters' uh, faces after all these years. Finally. Are you embarrassed by your character's face? No. Not at all. I love them. I love my, my big unibrow. <laughs> oh. What what race did you did you start as? I'm curious. XO XO XO. XO Always XO. XO. Okay. Yeah. So that's exactly why. Because I started my hunter as an XO and then I think my Titan was a human and my warlock was an awoken. I tried to have one of yeah. one of each. And then, you know, I got rid of my Titan, I got rid of my Warlock. I had three hunters. This is back in D one. I had yep. three hunters and then, you know, whatever the hell it was in D2. Um, and I like, I do not like to have helmet off, but only because it's weird to see a robot underneath armor, in my opinion. <laughs> Whereas like my hunter, my, my, my human and awoken characters, they'd be helmet on just because of how ugly they were, because it was, it was no good options. Right, but exos—they always look good. They're, 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 they're just the the most appealing uh, character. They are. They're the sexiest. Yeah, I the, might the change. Sexos. I gave my I gave my guy like a fucking uh, what is it? Uh, 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 the big blue, the big blue streak movie, Scottish guy on the hill. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, what, whatever Braveheart. that is. Yeah, Braveheart, Braveheart. I gave him uh, the big orange streak on a 
<laughs> on like a carbon fiber looking exo with yeah. some spikies on his head and it's like i hate so, it i do but it's it's so, so all my destiny one exos uh you know i have a hunter titan warlock they look good yeah. but in destiny 2 they um, look goofy. i only play hunter i only play hunter and my <laughs> titan and warlock are just like the red-headed stepchildren mm-hmm. they just sit there i don't ever play them I, i'll bring uh, out the titan every now and then i go back onto my warlock and titan every season at the end of the season to pick up the uh universal ornaments from the seasonal pass and oh damn it yeah uh you know if if it sounds like you forgot to do that and if, if i did <laughs> if we had this conversation um I think it. I think it was as as little as a month ago. I could have helped you. Bungie <laughs> has done away with the fix. You know Josh, Josh Hunt. Uh, yeah. He he made uh he made a plugin for Firefox that let you pull up past past seasons, like all oh, the way cool. from all the way from Undying every season. So it's like. I would I would just use it because I'm like I know I didn't claim every ascendant shard and I just keep going back and grabbing them from the, like my previous seasons pre- previous wow. years and um Bungie Bungie put a kibosh to that recently. Thanks Bungie. I know right it was like it's right there. They could be offering <laughs> it first party but they're choosing not to and then they're oh, also first. saying and no third party either. <laughs> but uh well I guess we should get into the lore card before we run out of time. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, good idea, good idea. Like I said, yeah. I, I have, I don't need to get into that. So, brought to you, <laughs> brought to you from Destiny Armor Defined, we have our weekly lore card. All right. Uh, so this lore card is the Cygnus shell, or like Anon was saying before the show, get down with the Cygnus. I was not saying that. Yeah, you how dare you? <laughs> yeah, he was. He sings the song constantly. Yeah, I, I sing the uh, the Richard Cheese cover. Oh yeah, that guy's awesome, right? <laughs> um, okay, so sickness shell. The flavor text on the on the shell it it says uh, for ghosts who are exquisitely feathered. So you look at the the shell itself, and you can see it's got kind of like these wings coming around the wrapping around the side of the face shield of the of the ghost which i guess ghosts don't really have a face they have an eye <laughs> the mm. ball inside is really the ghost and then the shell around it is the shell but yeah so it, it kind of looks like a a winged helmet with the visor built in it's kind of cool looking mm-hmm. um it's so what do the feathers mean? So this is where it kind of gets cool because uh, Cygnus is a constellation located in the northern hemisphere of the night sky. Uh, the star grouping form a shape of a swan. It was named after a mythological story of Zeus and Leda. In the myth, Zeus is seduced, or Zeus seduced Leda by transforming himself into a swan, who later gave birth to two sets of twins. Um, we've covered this story a couple of times in other lore entries and items and whatnot, because it, 
you know, all of these mythologies are connected in, in a way, you know, obviously Zeus was, you know, <laughs> Zeus is the epicenter of, of, uh, the, the mythology of, of all of these different gods and demigods and cool things that happen. But the constellations are named after mythological creatures and mm-hmm. characters. So Cygnus is, as a constellation, it's located in the, enormous, in the northern hemisphere of the night sky. It's represented by a group of stars that form the shape of a swan, hence its name. But the name Cygnus is derived from the Latin word for swan. So if you look up in the night sky, you'll see there's like a, a star pattern that almost looks, it almost looks like a bow and arrow, to be honest, but I guess they interpret that as a swan. Uh, so it's like this arc with a line through it. The, the reason why Cygnus is associated with the swan is due to that ancient mythological story of Zeus and Leda. Uh, according to the myth, Zeus seduced Leda, who later gave birth to two sets of twins, one of the pairs was the famous mortal Helen of Troy and Clyte, I'm going to butcher this, Clytemnestra, who, while the other set was Castor and Pollux, known as the Gemini twins. So the Gemini twins, you think about, um, <laughs> I, I always think about when, when I hear uh, mythological stories and, and stuff, I always think about Mara and, and uh, Aldrin or Crow uh, as being like the Gemini twins as Castor and Pollux because their stories are similar. Um, anyway, in the myth, Zeus transformed himself into a swan to approach Leda, which led to her giving birth to the twins who were both mortal and divine or mortal in a divine heritage to recognize this event. The Swan became the symbol closely associated with the constellation Cygnus. And, um, you know, the, there's a lot of other constellations that, that kind of orbit around or are around Cygnus, the Swan. There's the, the lyre, um, you know, there's like a, uh, a lizard character that's in the lore. There's also the wolf that hunts and it's pretty cool um, how all these stories are kind of commingled. The shape of the constellation is characterized by, by, by a prominent cross-like formation. It resembles the elongated body and graceful neck of the swan with the wings spread. The stars Deneb, Seder, and Gina mark the head, body, and tail of the swan respectively. Cygnus is a prominent constellation visible in the summer months in the northern hemisphere. Its position near the Milky Way ensures that it contains numerous star clusters, nebulae, and other celestial objects of interest to astronomers and stargazers. Uh, Cygnus has its association with the elegant bird, which stems from the mythological tale. And obviously this led to that uh, shape resembling the flight of a swan. Um, what is interesting though is it's right in the middle of Draco, Volpecula, Lyra, Segeda, Pegasus, Delphinius, and Lacerta and Cephas. Um, so Draco is the dragon, and then Sagita would be, you know, the Sagittarius, right? Uh, but Volpeca is on the southern southern area of it, and Draco's on the northern area. 
of it. And in mythology, those two entities seem to be like polar opposites or two fighting entities with Cygnus in the middle. Um, but Cygnus, as far as the swan goes in lore uh, or in the mythological tales, was basically Zeus in a animal-like form uh, to basically be the intermediary of the two fighting forces. So what's what's interesting to me is like, <clears throat> as far as the light and dark saga goes, um, if you think of yourself as the guardian in the game and you think about how we're kind of put here uh, being torn into two different directions, we are legend, right? We're somewhat demigods of this paracausal ability mm -hmm. and we're kind of like being torn two different ways. And it, it's almost like, it's almost like we are offspring of Zeus in a way. Um, and then you have all of these other characters in the game that are offspring of Zeus <laughs> in a way. Uh, so my mind always goes to these mythological tales as like being inspiration for some of the characters, uh, because if you look up the story and, and read about the Gemini twins, you can see some parallelisms with Mara and Aldrin. Mm. But we'll see some cool stuff coming up ahead too. Um, you know, Aldrin or Fro running through a portal. So maybe, maybe there's something to it. Yeah. When when you started this, uh I thought you said Leto, not Lita. And I was like, Oh yeah, cool, Artemis and Apollo. And you're like two sets of twins. And I'm like, two sets of twins. And I'm like, and you said the 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 first set, and I was like, Yeah, I don't I don't know them. And then you you continued with Castor and Pollux, and I'm like, fucking Artemis and Apollo, what are you talking about? And I had, yeah, yeah. I had to Google it. It was like I was like, How yeah. am I wrong? <laughs> yeah. You know, that's the problem with, like, Greek and Roman. Because you have two... You have mythology, but it's the names change. Uh, so. Well, I mean, Leda and Leda are just different people. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's the confusion there. I see what you mean. Yeah. Because when, when you said Leda, uh, I just... I assumed it was Leto, like you, you you were saying Leto in a weird way. And I'm only saying it like that just to emphasize the difference, because I would probably just say like Lita. So, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. There's probably a better way to pronounce it. I butcher things all the time, but that's a dead language, knows? right? <laughs> just like uh, uh, what, what, what language doesn't exist in Destiny anymore? Is it German? I think it's German. What? You don't know that? There's a language that doesn't exist in Destiny? Yeah, it was like lost in the collapse. Uh It was German? I think it's German. Is that something is that something that the Cryptarch says? Where did uh, that come from? I'll, I'll look it up later. I swear to god, uh Dest okay, Destiny Universe doesn't have German language. <laughs> uh, 
Uh, there's a Rahul line from D1 where he asks the Guardian if he knows pre-Golden Age German. The question implies a lot. Uh, so, I, I guess I need to see the actual line. You know, that's funny because, like, the Cryptarch's dialogue was responsible for some stuff that just was silly like there's coffee in in this in the world of destiny universe you know because mm. in d1 he had a throwaway line it was like need coffee <laughs> he was need also the one something like he was also the uh the original source of the name oryx and osiris and he paired them together because yeah. i think it was like darkness oryx something three three times three three whatever and then he has a question mark at the end. Osiris? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Something about Osiris. Yeah. You know, that always used to drive me crazy when people used to be like, um, Toland was obsessed with the vet, uh, the hive and, and Osiris was obsessed with the Vex. And I was like, yeah, like Osiris is obsessed with the Vex in the sense of he knows they're the most immediate threat, but Osiris is yeah. obsessed with the darkness. It's not the, ve- it's like the darkness, but the, ve- the darkness tomorrow, the Vex today, we need to, yeah, 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 yeah. Um. All right, are you ready? Let's go to yeah, start reading this book. Okay, so we left off on chapter eleven last week, or we left off on chapter twelve. We read chapter eleven last week of Tales of the Forgotten, volume three, and so uh, we're gonna try to finish that, and then uh, next week we'll just continue this. Um. I don't have any notes uh, of the the seasons because I haven't really been playing uh, for one reason. A second reason, I don't know if people really enjoy that segment. Like, we might just do away with it. Um, it might just come off as, like, unnecessary. Uh, and I would just keep the notes for myself so that I can look back and be like, oh, yeah, this happened type of thing and not <laughs> go over it uh, every week. And uh, I actually, just, I, I think uh, reading the lore is probably the the most uh, fun. Okay. So uh, I'll get us started. Uh, so this book so far has followed. Um, the fuck's his name? Imaru. Man, yeah. I was like Finch. And I was like, it's not Finch. It's the other one. <laughs> Finch is uh, still there. <laughs> Finch is somewhere, I'm sure. Okay. <laughs> that's that's something that really sucks. Because, like, I get it. I get that it's like he has to be there because he's the vendor. But yeah. I can't physically be in the Sabbathian Swamp and the tower at the same time. Let the vendors be in the fucking tower, too. You know, they don't, <laughs> they don't only yeah. need to be in their location. Yeah. Um. So following Amaru, as Festival of the Lost is going on, he's he's broken out again. Uh, nobody likes Glint. Glint is very <laughs> annoying. Uh, and Ido is trying to learn how to write uh, horror stories for humanity. Yeah. Or, or for yeah. the Elixni based on humanity's horror stories. Okay, so chapter 12. Cool. Yeah, I like it so far. Uh, how nervous, how terrified. Had I had I been when they told me he was here. Fragmented remains, nothing more. Even still, I nearly thought the knowledge, telling no one, nowhere, 
would drive me completely mad. Am I having a stroke? Does this? <laughs> no, it's it's the awkward pauses. It's it's really throwing me off. <laughs> I nearly thought the knowledge f- telling no one nowhere would drive me completely mad, but I could be trusted. They said I could handle it. They said so too. I said and observed in silence, emplaced. For many nights, I kept watch. My distance. He would not see me, sense me, know me. I was determined, but then again, so was he. Thump, the thump, the thump. I heard it then, the steady, soft, softly beating, an unwavering drum calling out, bidding me to follow. The pests, the wind, I told myself, cocooned in lackless supposition. I wished to be gone from here. But they trusted me, they said. I could handle it, I said. So too were they convinced and left me to my watch. The sound returned for me over and over and over until it lost all patience and began to swell. Loud and round, it filled my head, roaring and resounding, the pulsing of a heart. I must see him, sense him, know him. How this thought entered my mind, I cannot say, but there it stayed eternally. The thump, the thump, the thump. I placed my hand along his cask. The thump, the thump, the thump. I held him there inside my hands and screamed into the thick, deep dark. An excerpt from the forlorn heart. Yeah. So, did you did you hear the telltale heart in all of that? Yeah, I mean, there there, there was definitely bits and pieces of it that, like, I was like, yeah. okay, this is telltale heart, just... yeah kind of different pretty cool kind of because like you know you think about edgar Allan poe's telltale heart in his uh depiction of hearing the heartbeat of the dead person laid under the stair or under the floor is what Mm -hmm. it was and um you know it's like echoing in his head and driving him mad and yeah the thump the thump yeah yeah that especially what's cool about this though is uh like thinking of a cask and the heart is still beating under inside. Right. Mm-hmm. It's almost like, yeah, you know, I don't know. It, it almost sounds like to relate it to the destiny universe. It almost sounds, uh, you know, kind of cryptic. Mm. What is a cask? Is that a thing? Yeah. It's like a, it, it's, it's almost like a casket, but not, you know, it's just any kind of vessel for something to lie in. Oh, okay. Yeah, you know, cask, like... Yeah, I'm getting barrels, like, for whiskey. Yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> sure. Can you imagine if there was, like, a, a dead person in a barrel somewhere? Yeah, you gotta drink the worm, right? Yeah. The dump, the dump, the dump. Can I ask you something off topic? Yeah. Have you watched uh, Fall of the House of Usher? Not yet, no. It's on uh, Netflix. You should watch it. It's, it's okay. um. I'm gonna watch it. Uh, what's his face? Mike Flanagan. A bunch of uh Edgar Allan Poe stories. Oh, cool. Yeah. So like every like every episode, it's like it, is it different? Yeah, yeah. It's like it is its own story, but throughout the episode, they weave in Edgar Allan Poe stuff. Uh, oh, that's cool. Maybe every episode. I don't know. 
it's it's hard to describe. I'm doing a bad job describing it. However, um, <clears throat> fun fact about me: I have uh, face blindness, and in that show, there is a recurring woman. And by recurring woman, I mean you keep seeing her in like different outfits and like the actresses wearing wigs and stuff. And every time she would come on screen, she was a different person to me. And so, oh, weird. She, because my brain couldn't differentiate her in a black wig and her in a blonde wig. Oh wow! <laughs> or it couldn't could only differentiate. Yeah, yeah, them. yeah. And yeah. so, like, she'd come on and she'd start doing things, and I'd be like, "Oh, is that Mona?" And my wife's like, "Yes," and I'm like, "She's so good." <laughs> and she's like, "No, it's very obvious." <laughs> and that's how we—that's how we learned that I cannot distinguish people very well <laughs> at oh, all. No. <laughs> if you ever watched that show, Alias, you'd probably suck at watching that one. Oh, uh, why is a bunch of people with like? Very it, obvious uh, wigs because I'm terrible. Apparently. No, it's the same protagonist. She's like uh, constantly changing outfits and uniforms and hiding. She's like a spy. Mm, but like, yeah, there's no, a there's I, I like a co- there's like probably ten costume changes every episode of yeah. that old show. I'd be like, where is this woman? <laughs> I bet Black Widow is your favorite Marvel character. Why is that? Because she changes all the time. Does she? <laughs> yeah she always had a different this. outfit in the in the movies yeah it, it took me um it took me years to realize that they recast uh incredible hulk like three times what i can watch those movies back to back this they're the same guy oh wow crazy that was a joke that's interesting <laughs> oh you're joking on that one it. on that one was a joke okay the the Tired. rest is very true though. Um, I I don't notice it. I'm very bad apparently. All right, chapter thirteen, unlucky number. It's very lucky. What are you talking about? <laughs> All right, it wasn't hard for Imaru to to find candy to steal, and it was even easier for Archie to find marks willing to hand it over, for him to transmit it into his stomach cavity. The complicated part they quickly discovered was what to do with it after. (laughs) (laughs) And Mara's room was too uh, conspicuous. God dang it. Conspicuous. There you go. Too close to his minder. Instead, he searched for hidden niches throughout the tower. But the longer it took to find the next one, the longer our, our chief remained filled with candy. The extra weight slowed him significantly, and the effort to keep the candy from melting resulted in higher function latency. We gotta think smarter, not harder. Imaru finally admitted to Archie, we need to broaden this operation. Archie responded by rolling on the floor, his belly in the air, the candy wrappers crinkling inside him. That's adorable. Yeah, it is. He's gotta take a dump, and it's all gonna be melted candy. These are the um oh. <laughs> these are the types of things like these stories are the ones where yeah. whenever they're like talking about uh multimedia destiny stuff like getting like television deals like I don't want to watch yeah. fucking guardian fights and all that I want to watch this like this is this, this is yeah. this is what I want <laughs> yeah 
you know they could do like uh you they you know how they have the episodes but then they have like the mini funny thing inside the episode yeah yeah, yeah, you yeah. Know? the b stories yeah yeah this could be yeah there you go yeah that'd be great uh yeah. chapter 14 i was a scholar once of vast renown among those beyond influence of the great machine here i told the house here i told my house see the truth and speak it with me they refused, and so I left, unable to consume the bile of their belief. The wind was bitter, no hollow hot to warm me, the terrain full of danger, no scatterscape to shield me. I was alone, wasting beneath a blanket of snow. But then, in deepened slumber, they came to me, larger than life, a shadow of stars that rose up around me and whispered my name in a crescendo that threatened to boil my brain. A roar of imperious inquiry surged in my veins, and when it finally subsided, only one question remained. What did I want? Knowledge, percipience, enlightenment. How simple, quaint, and predictable. The words rang in my ears like a gong. Then we will remake you to guide your path toward knowledge, and you will be bound to a thousand deaths. And uh, so I just want to say... Uh, mm-hmm. In this section here, uh, the words rang in my ears like a gong. Th- this is the nine speaking, and we see yeah. uh, uh, one, two, three, four. Uh, f- yeah, we see- so this is actually the four speaking because of the nine, there are the five and the four, and of the five, there are the two and the three, and I used to know how that mattered, and I forgot. Yeah, the nutshell <laughs> is they they all have different opinions. They do, and so <laughs> so it's either the five or the four that decided to stick with the light, and I think it was the five that s- stayed with the light. No, no, it was the four that the five that went to the dark, like tried to back the witness instead. Yeah, and the four decided to continue backing the traveler, and of the two and the three, there's another difference there, and I, I forgot I forgot where they like deviated on opinion there as well, but there was another thing. So there's the two, the three, the four, the five, and the nine. In any yeah. case, these are the four, uh, and they're they're speaking. Then we will remake you to guide your path toward all knowledge, and you will be bound to a thousand deaths. On the on that last breath, you will submit, claimed forever, made and unmade, among the specter of the stars, until the end of time. I did not have to think, did not have to see or speak. All I needed was to know. An excerpt from the Tragical Scribe. Mm. So... I was a scholar Good once of vast renown among those beyond influence of the great machine. Yeah, it was Here. so it was a fallen Alexney. Yeah. But that means that this was when they were in our system because the nine are bound to our system. And True. and after the collapse, because that's when the five and the four split. So it's 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 yeah. like dark age, golden or dark age, city age. Yeah, so this is the <clears throat> nine um, taking over uh, an Elixni scribe. Interesting. 
I love how we go from something just completely comical to something serious in these. Yeah. It's like it, it's like the hammer drops. Anyway. <laughs> so out there somewhere there's this change to Lixney scribe by the night. I'm just trying to wonder I'm just trying to figure out when this happened. You're on the right track because it would have been in our system after the collapse. It would have, but you see, it's they were following the great machine here because they had they referred to the great machine. So you know, it was after the traveler's influence, after their collapse. Uh, also, he mentions the hollow hot in the uh, scatterscape. So that would have been, you know, they they were holed up uh, after their collapse. Remember, and they they've referred to the hollow hot before in lore have that so like it's it's yeah it's just a word you know meaning like their their cave space or whatever that they have to 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 you know reassemble protect themselves whatever oh yeah he weaves hollow hot matting to insulate the tunnels and soon someplace yeah. okay and then scatterscape uh yeah that's a new one uh, i that think is a new one. it's actually not even did i spell it wrong Scatter cape. Scatter cape. Oh, okay. So maybe it's like a maybe it's like a armor thing. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Probably. Interesting. Okay. Interesting. The nine can just like start talking to you in your head all of a sudden, but but they materialize themselves in a way. It was cool because they like had, you know. In my deepened slumber, they came to me larger than life, a shadow of stars that rose up around me and whispered my name. Anyway, it's kind of cool. Wait, wait, wait. It got well, I'm not, to him I'm in not, his, his dream. I'm not ready to to be off of this. Okay. Was that getting... Yeah, go for it. No, was I getting uh, feedback from you? I, if I was, it's 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 gone now. Whispered yeah. my name in a crescendo that threatened to boil my brain or whatever here. So, so scatter cape and hollow hot; those are both from uh, Achilles weaves a cocoon. Ooh, is this is this um, what's his name? I mean, that's what I'm wondering. Oh shit! Achilles, right? Is that who you're? Thinking? Yeah, yeah, Achilles. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, but he changed his name. Achilles changed became what's his name. Man. What do you mean? Uh, if my memory cor uh, serves me correctly, Achilles was a badass, war war Alexney. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Then, right. then he was humbled and like had to hide pretty much for whatever. Reason. Oh yeah, you're right. He did change his name. Yeah, and he Namrask. was somebody before. Yeah, Namrask. There you go, Namrask. Boom. Yeah. This is Namrask. But I in Europa. Think... Right? That's that's kind of what it sounds like. Yeah. So I left. Uh, the wind is bitter. No hollow hot to warm me. Okay, but if he got remade by, by the Nine during the Beyond Light time, that means he is currently remade in the city right now. Yeah. You will be bound to a thousand deaths. 
then we will remake you to guide your path toward all knowledge, and you will be bound to a thousand deaths. One hey, on the last breath. Remember, remember when uh, uh, Lakshmi talked to him in the city and basically said, I know who you are? Yeah, but that was to say that she knows that he's Achilles. Yeah. Because she was there when he burned London down. Yeah. Then we will remake you to guide you to guide your path toward all knowledge and you will be bound to a thousand deaths on that last breath. So so he he will be remade to a path toward all knowledge after killing a thousand people on that last breath on killing his 1000th he will submit claimed forever made and unmade among the specter of the stars until the mm. end of time so the specter of the stars could be the witness well no because unless i got the five and the four mixed up or the ghost of the stars. This is crazy. Yeah, Inspector of the Stars is only in that that one entry. Yeah. A thousand deaths sounds very well, the path toward all knowledge is the same as Iot. So that would be um, what we're all kind of pursuing. We just all have a different word for it. Uh, this insatiable hunger to know what's you know beyond or whatever. That's what mm. the that's what the people that comprise that's what the people that the witness is comprised of. That was their folly. Was the insatiable hunger for for uh, meaning and knowing knowledge. Hmm. So that's the same thing. And then you will be bound to a thousand deaths. On your last breath, you will submit claimed forever. So something about that. No. Made no, and unmade. You, no, you said it right there. This is the witness ritual. Path toward all knowledge, knowledge of light and dark. You will be bound to a thousand deaths. You need to cause a ritual sacrifice of a thousand people. On that last breath, on that last breath, you will submit, claimed forever, made and unmade, just like the the shifty fucking cloud head that the witness has going on. Yeah. Among the specter of the stars until the end so of time. You're... Oh shit. I think I think this is the witness ritual. Okay. Huh. I did not have to think, did not have to see or speak. All I needed was to know. And there's the, there's the, there's the evocation of hunger. All of a sudden he, he was filled with the hunger. Cause he says, all I needed was to know like a pause, yeah. like dramatic, like, Oh shit, it's happening. You know? Here I go on my path towards of knowledge. So does this mean that this is the reason why he's so docile and chill now? Is because he knows if he kills one more person, he's going to end up being absorbed by the witness. 
Well, I wonder if it is Achilles now. That's making me think it isn't. It sounds like Namrask to me. It has to be. That would be good motivation for him to like call it quits. Yeah, if, exactly. If like he got to nine 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 and he's like, wait a second, oh yeah, shit, one more. <sighs> um, god damn. Sorry. It. <laughs> no, I mean, there's we nothing derailed. to apologize for. No, but this is a good thing to be derailed on. Um. Yeah. Uh, I'm trying to remember this old card and i think it was like moth yards super moth old war card yeah, yeah exactly that's 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 what i mean like that's how that's how old this is it's 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 one of those those like ancient cards uh where it's it's an elixni who's like going over this like uh find this like drag finds some shit. Huh. Okay, wait, wait, here we go, here we go. So I'm gonna read this really quick. Let me let me let me see if this sounds appropriate at all. Um Ghost Fragment Fallen 2, a routine summation of Darlings 1 and heroically held during the, this profitable cycle as compiled by a dreg. Ammunition of rich makes quantity adequate to incinerate 6x6 foe, 11 operational weapons, alien design suitable for salvage, 3 explosive charges of obvious design suitable for salvage, 1 cabal fusion reactor disabled but perhaps repairable, 61 machines <laughs> alien and operable, unknown significances, 13 alien machines and operable known significances, 3 glints, that's funny, uh, 7 yeah. here always, Seven hmm. here always. That's that's the fucking Europa thing. Yep, it sure is. Uh, one thousand one hundred and three twists of essence. Fifteen human body parts kept for study. Scorn. Uh, fifty-five human adornments full of glory and warm memory, worth the cost of their acquisition and more so. Some ether quantable quantity negligible. Considerable experience in battle, four dregs dead, rendering House of Winter weaker, one dreg honoring self and house, leading to consideration of fabricated arms, one disabled fallen skiff, scrubbed of house identity and stories. Right there. Uh, that, that was the big thing uh, that was drawing me to this. Uh, one disabled fallen skiff, scrubbed of house identity and stories. One fallen story found beside a disabled skiff, unknown house, partly corrupted, Corrupted, rendered as follows what others call dark which is not i know what it is but no time room calm given for an appropriate telling so i only say that what is not shadow is an ally and a wonder and i respect what i cannot steal from and you cannot take from the dark you can only uh you you can claim only pain from the dark and that is why the dark is worthy of love beyond all other love that is astonishing ability to evade being robbed I love what I will not name. One story, fallen and found beneath skiff, unknown house, story uncorrupted. Subsequently, the second recording has been washed away, operator error. I know what no one else knows, and now I am a marvel with 10,000 arms. Oh, shit. Huh. 
Do you think those two are related? I think those two are related. Yeah. The here always is such a weird thing. Seven what if it here was Tanix? Could it be Tanix? Was Tanix ever considered a scribe? We don't know anything about Tanix other than other than he was, you know, a mercenary who had endless troves of arms and hearts and legs and <laughs> I think that just means he could just keep rebuilding himself in a way. Oh man. I think it might be Tanix. That's That would make sense to me, which is the funniest fucking thing because that means Tanix would come back again. Yeah. <laughs> the tragical scribe. And actually, he keeps... actually, wait a second. Wait a second. That puts a different spin on this. Then uh, we will remake you to guide you yeah. the path toward all knowledge, and you will be bound to a thousand deaths. Thousand on the last deaths. breath, you will submit. And that fucker keeps coming back. Yeah. Now it's now it's funny as hell. Now if it's Tanix, it makes a lot of sense. Like he was doomed, and so it was a tragical scribe. So, and you want to know why that makes even more sense to be Tanix? What Tanix has no house. That's like true. memes aside, Tanix has no house. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. House yeah, yeah. house uh, markings and stories scrubbed. We're scrubbed. Uh, yes. I'm still of the belief that Tanix is the last surviving member of the House of the Scarred. Which, oh shit, that would make sense. The that wolves, sense. and if that if that were to hold true, the wolves destroyed Scarred out fucking like out in in the Jovians. Ah. Uh. Because the wolves came from out in the Jovians, and they came back without yeah. Scarred. Yeah. Which was from... Uh, uh, we, we gathered to fight against our Twilight, King and Devil, and Winter, all of us but the wolves. Why? What kept them from the gap? Uh, Mara kept them from the gap. They came back without... Because they were, you know, coming... Everyone else was inner system. They were outer system. Um... And then, uh, is that it? Oh yeah. Cannot keep wolves from Kings scar from winter fell to fighting, fell to hate. Oh, okay. So it was actually scar and winter that were fighting, not wolves. Oh, winter. Okay. But. It did say that this same, fight same difference. I mean, yeah, because in, in Fallen Two there were dead winter dregs. So if Winter and Scar were fighting So then what's this this un unknown house? Most likely Scar. Huh. So Tanith could have been from House Scar. Well, you know what? Uh now that you mention it, there are haha. <laughs> definitely was scar because there are items in uh the last the last season that are tanix theme and named scar well he's tanix the scarred yeah 
So he's got to be Scar House Scar. What what are you what are you what are you saying is Tanix themed? Uh, we got some. We got a ghost show. Uh, a sh I think we got a ghost show, a sparrow, and maybe a ship. And they were all Tanix themed. They have his uh, emblem on it and aesthetic. Really? Yeah. In the last release, uh, not the last last release, but with this season, yeah. Season of the Wish, Scarred Shell. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. It's actually this season we got it. Uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah, and actually, if you're looking at the scarred shell, uh, just above to the right of his eye is this circle symbol, which is only seen in two places, directly Tanix associated, like the cloak of Tanix and the cloak yeah. that Tanix wears. And on the moon, it's, it's fucking spray painted on one of the walls at a random which spot. Which is where the ship... Yeah, the ship crash yeah. landed there that we go fight him in. Yeah. Either way. Yeah, there's well, a something the... there's a something about this entry that that really just like I was like, no no no, no I'm not ready well, you to know, go, that's... go beyond it. Well that's where the that's where the pyramid was found too though, on the moon, right there. Yeah. Below all that. Yeah, maybe. So maybe definitely... that's why. This is cool. I love stuff like this. Yeah, me too. All right, well let's let's keep going so we get more than three entries in. <laughs> okay. Uh, maybe maybe Archie will finally take a poop. <laughs> Hopefully not. <laughs> okay, all right. Uh, chapter fifteen. The bar of the ether tank was packed with the city's patrons, Elixni or otherwise. The forlorn drinkers, the karaoke enthusiasts, the social gamblers. Spider casually casually listened to the fever as he scrolled through figures on his data pad, calculating his fortunes. Neon light reflected along the silver snake design of the constricting shell disguise that Imaru wore. Archie trotted beside him as he approached. I have a proposition for you, Imaru said, but Spider simply continued to read. If I have to repeat myself, I'll... Do it, and you'll be next in my collection. <laughs> Spider replied and turned suddenly to face him. An empty ghost shell held <laughs> tight in his claw. You have no idea who you're messing with, Imaru sneered. Spider bent down to look directly at the ghost, eye to eye. Oh, I absolutely do. Now get out. Candy is the driving currency around here now for everything, Imaru said quickly. I got the means to extract it. Adjust the economics for the city, if you will, but I need some with access to storage, lots of it. Spider pursued for a or paused for a moment. What's the cut? Fifteen percent. All I need. I also need tech for Archie here to quickly transmit the goods over long distances to a big facility. Amaru promised sweetly. Fifty percent. Spider responded. Fifty percent for storage. The tech, the storage, everything that goes with it. You're out of your mind. 15, 60%. Take it or leave it. Amaro narrowed his iris. 50. 60, Spider said again, and then turned to Archie. And what about you? You agree with this? Archie barked excitedly, and Spider steepled his fingers. Looks like we have a deal. Like these are the great adventures. That is so silly.
Like he's gonna offload the candy that he has stored in Archie's belly to the yeah. spider, but he wants it transmitted to a spot. <laughs> like I wonder, I wonder if Spider is actually like falling for it. If he's like, "Huh, candy? Huh? Okay, yeah. let's let's get in on this." Or if he's just like, yeah, he's, "I like candy. I want candy." He's just entertaining. <laughs> it. He's just entertaining it because he he knows that this dumb ghost doesn't understand worth. Yeah. Uh, so chapter 16, it's the cutest cloak, Elsie. You have to see it. Anna gushed over her earpiece as she tinkered in her workshop. Her computer suddenly flashed with the notification and she frowned. You could dress that dog in a paper bag and he'd still be inconceivably adorable, <laughs> Elsie said. The line was silent. Anna, are you still there? Elsie asked. Hmm? Anna responded, focused on the computer screen. Elsie laughed. I'll call back later. No, wait, Anna exclaimed, her brow knitted with worry. Sorry, I just... something's wrong with Archie. Is he hurt? Elsie asked anxiously. No, but I just got the diagnostics report from him. The second <laughs> one today. I thought the first one was a fluke. She sighed. He must have a bad subroutine running. I'm just going to have to do a full workup on him. What do the reports say? Lots of stuff, but the one constant is the chemical equations. Formulas and compounds, carbon 12, hydrogen 22, oxygen 11, carbon 6, hydrogen 8, oxygen 7, ratios of crystalline carbohydrates, amorphous <laughs> ones, carrageenan, invertice, theobromine, individually, these make no sense, but synthesized in certain sequences, mm. it's candy? Candy. <laughs> I like I like there's the there's the uh there's the formula for sugar. <laughs> yeah. That's funny. Uh Archie. Archie's got candy stuck in him. Alright, so chapter seventeen. Imaru was analyzing their take for the day when Spider called. You think I'm stupid? Spider grumbled. I don't know what you're talking about, Imaru said coolly. The numbers don't add up. The load assessed from your canine is not what my lackeys are calculating in the warehouse. I ain't skimming from you. Maybe check your lackeys. These numbers keep coming in skewed, and the deal's off, understand? Then you can kiss your 40% goodbye. Oh, and another thing. I keep seeing guardians going to the tower for their candy. Fix it. Spider demanded and hung up. Hmm, maybe this isn't enough, Amara said to Archie. The dog looked at him quizzically. We're going to have to go bigger and headless. Oh, God. So here we go. Yeah. What is he so getting Archie go. into? Is... Yeah. So, uh, chapter 18. Hey, Amaru called out. The walls inside the derelict creaked and groaned in response, shuddering as if, they co as if the cobbled halls would suddenly rip apart. He was alone. Amaru wandered through the ship until he stumbled on shelves of containment glass that lined the walls. A jar held eyeballs that rolled, roiled slowly in a viscous liquid. Their, state, their stare followed Amaru. There were hundreds of odd samples of organisms. Some could have still been alive, but he wasn't willing to find out. Up ahead, he heard an impossibly low utterance. And infrasonic vibrations melted into a droning moan and swelled into something indescribable. The sound traveled toward him, closer and closer, and then it stopped. Everything stopped. Imaru turned, face to face with the blood-red eye of another ghost. 
Get back, Amaru shrieked. The red-eyed ghost complied. Its eyes seemed to bug out outward from the grotesque and malformed patchwork shell that twisted and hunched to one side. The ghost hung lopsided in the air, as if it was dragging in the weight as if it was dragging the weight of the world. Is is Drifter here? The ghost's mm-hmm. iris rapidly flickered from red to blue in a hypnotic pattern. Guess I'll take that as a no. You uh got a name there, pal? The other ghost's eye immediately went solid red, its gaze still steady on Imaru. Right, uh, Drifter. Drifter has some goods on the headless ones. Mind if I borrow them? Anything you got? The other ghost floated over the container marked Cabal Brains and stroked <laughs> the lid lovingly with its shell. No, Imaru yelped. No, uh, I don't need those brains. I don't need those uh, either. No, no, you can keep those eyes too. The silent ghost bobs around Amaru and slid its flap down its, his shell. It pulled him close until it's, it grazed Amaru's iris. You're busy. I'll come back never, Amaru whispered as he hurriedly <laughs> released himself and transmatted away. Yeah, that's funny. My god. Drifter's what ghost is even crazier than to he his is. Ghost? Yeah. I know. God. He that mangled that thing. Yeah. It's funny because they they took the whole like zombie approach to that whole lore entry, you know. Yeah, yeah, coming face to face with a zombie, which is basically Drifter's ghost. Ugh. <laughs> All right, so chapter nineteen. Back in the last city, Imaru and Archie reviewed their data of the headless ones from a computer terminal. I think this is everything. Drifter was a no go. Imaru said. Archie whined in response. I don't want to talk about it. He, he didn't have anything we could use. Look, we got ourselves Glint and Ido's research and the goods I snacked from the Guardians while in the field. There's plenty here to work from. Archie gave him a doubtful look. Amaru donned his hive shell and sighed. You'll see. Now go find me some supplies. We got work to do. And then uh, chapter 20. What do you think, Ido? What do you think? Ido asked, hopefully, as Mithrax placed her data pad on the table in front of him. They are good, he finally admitted. Really? she exclaimed. He nodded, especially the tragical scrap. Oh, well, fuck me. Uh, yep, here we go. <laughs> to sacrifice <laughs> one's freedom for boundless knowledge, it is a sorrowful yet troubling tale. I believe everyone will enjoy these stories, including the hatchlings. But Ido, I must caution you. The descriptions can be long sometimes, you know, but I think I can. No, you misunderstand. My apprehension is for you. You are a keeper of history and a seeker of truth. By publishing these stories, you conflate your name, your honor trust as scribe, with untruths. Ido frowned and considered for a moment, why can't I do both? Mithrax sighed. Because history may not be able to tell the difference. History being us five minutes ago. Yeah. Throw away all of that. We couldn't tell the difference. Great. Well, this is the good. This is good about the evolution of uh, lore and story hunting and why we think what we think. Yep. So. It was still fun to talk about it. Yeah, it it, it was. As if it were real. Okay, so no, no Namras, no Tanix. Yeah, I mean maybe. I mean, there's still fallen too. There's still fallen too yeah. that we don't understand about. That's true. That's true. 
That's funny. Okay, chapter 21. Nightfall was never quite as dark when the last city celebrated the Festival of the Lost. Lanterns cast a pastel mosaic over the people. Glowing candles illuminated their offerings for the dead. A lone hunter wandered among the memorials and stopped to look at each one. Sometimes flowers, sometimes food. Sometimes well-loved trinkets and or handwritten notes of remembrance and love. Photos, children's drawings. He watched Nalixi mother place a delicate scrap of egg cloth, then suddenly knelt behind, be, beside her. He felt the wax of the lavender-hued candle already in his hand, the wick clean and bright. He moved to light it, to place it among the offerings, and then he stopped. The hunter's expression was gentle and warm as he held the candle out to the Lixie's mother. For your little one, he simply said. She hesitated, then thanked him in her language. He abruptly fell, or he abruptly left and continued on throughout the tower, wandering past the bazaar into the courtyard until finally he looked up and realized he was standing in one place he hated to be. The tower. <laughs> I was, what, I was like, I don't. What, what do you mean? What do you? What does he? What does he hate? He hates being in the tower. That's a good one. I hate yeah. being in the tower. The tower sucks. Yeah, it does. All right. Well, let's let's get on to chapter twenty-two, and then uh, I think we can wrap. Yeah, it up Yeah, looks there. like the last one. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the memorials left at Amanda's workshop were many, too many for Zavala to count. He moved them aside, assessing the damage left by Colonel's rampage through the tower from earlier that day. <laughs> so many feathers, he mused, pulled back a canvas covering Amanda's belongings to clean up the broken candles scattered beneath. A container of nuts and bolts fell from a workbench. Zavala gasped as they rained down, and he rushed to collect them before they could roll away. He opted to place them in a drawer for safekeeping, and as he did, his fingers brushed against a folded piece of paper. He opened it. A colorful drawing, not of ships, not of adventure, but of a large blue titan and a smiling little girl. <laughs> oh, tears welled yeah. in his eyes, and he held the drawing close. Can't sleep, a quiet voice asked. Zavala looked up to find Crow standing in front of him. I suppose I could ask the same of you, Zavala replied instead. Want some company? Zavala nodded and gently pocketed the drawing. He looked around the, at the uncovered workplace, workspace, at the half-full mug of coffee, the single welder's glove, the data pads and blueprints, shop rags and tools. I always knew I'd have to face this task eventually tonight feels well right zavala said he lovingly picked up a spanner i need to find a good home for her tools someone who really someone who will really appreciate them crow gave him a slight smile i think i might know someone huh i wonder who he i, I genuinely i wonder who he might know because i i don't unless he means himself, himself. you think he yeah. means himself yeah, he had a crush on Amanda. Well, I mean, I know he had a crush. Well, I mean, I think he had a crush on her. I'm not. I'm no, he not definitely entirely... had a crush on her. Yeah. Yeah, he was crushing on her because, well, she didn't like him. Remember, she's pissed off at him, and well, then I, I don't know. There's part of me. But... I I see where people think that the crush thing was the angle they were going for, but I also just kind of think that he was like, I actually have a friend. You know, oh, after like Cade, he's gonna go see Cade in the portal. And give him, and give him the, her tools. 
No, I just mean because it's like, I don't know who he would give the tools for. I'm just saying, I think there's an equal possibility that he saw Amanda as just a friend and was happy with that because he spent so long just getting like attacked for no reason. So then when there's someone who's just like, Hey, I'm nice. You're cool. Let's be friends. He's like, you know, (laughs) and that's why he was so hurt. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Maybe he wasn't crushing. He was just, he felt like he liked her. Yeah. Nice. Like, but then like he portrayed everyone wants yeah everyone yeah. wants a friend so yeah I I'm okay. saying I can see both sides of that yeah I like it <sighs> well well that was it that is it. gonna be that is gonna be it for uh, for this week we're gonna wrap up volume three of Tales of the Forgotten next week and uh, or not next week next episode yeah which will be on the fourth of September. 4th of February, the week before the new year. So maybe we'll actually have some news to say about um, what's going on there. If, if um, Bungie wants to do any Chinese New Year stuff. Uh, L- Lunar New Year, I think is what it's actually called, right? Yes, Lunar New Year. Yeah, if uh, Bungie wants to do another round of Lunar New Year. Um, and if you want to find more of us, find us on Twitter, at Loose Cannon Show. This episode and all of our rest are going to be up on everything. Uh or are is already, <laughs> and so uh, why are you laughing at me? Oh, uh, it's great. We're a great show. <laughs> <laughs> well, I have fun. I do too. Yeah, I mean, I I can look. I can, I don't I don't like look at stats or anything, but I can look at the stats and see like, oh, no one listened to us. I'm like, oh well, I'm having fun. <laughs> yeah, who cares? Yeah. Who cares? I only do this show for me anyway. Yeah, this this is this is uh this is my bi weekly hangout with you and that's all it ever yeah. needs to be. <laughs> see? All right. Cool. Bye everybody. Bye.